to be using like the last bit of stuff we've had all these years to like now this new stuff. Crazy. Yep. Upgrades. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if our if our clarity and our mics are gonna sound better now with our new equipment. I think it will. I already tested it. Of course you did. Yep. Yep. Tested and approved. Yep. From the Parababel Studios. It's looking like a real studio now. Right? What were we before? The not, kitchen? Not legit. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Not legit. So, um, Rob, we're still uh, without one of our our trio here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still... Um, what was the excuse we used last time? I don't remember. I think I used a couple. Is it UFOs? Yeah, he Big was foot? abducted by aliens. He was like out. Oh yeah, he was out with Bigfoot the last time too. Yeah. He was barbecuing with Bigfoot piss I, ribs. I don't know what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. But we have a special guest tonight. Yes, we do. To kick off our spooky season. Mm-hmm. Spooky. Spooky. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. <laughs> I was like, is that me now? Yeah. You're the special guest. Oh, I like being the special guest. Mm-hmm. The special guest star. Yep. So this is Parababble. I'm Allison. I'm Rob. Rob. I'm Cheryl. And then we have Cheryl with us tonight. Mm-hmm. So we always like um, talk about these spooky season episodes, right? Because this is our favorite time of the year for many reasons. And I think that we've kind of run the gamut on what we can talk about that's related to spookiness and Halloween on this show at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to go or back general, and yeah. rehash yeah. some things, I mean, I'm sure, you know, could like still talk about lots of the same kinds of things, but mm-hmm. I feel like now is the time of the year when everyone wants to talk about ghosts Yeah, and ghost so, stories. That's what we go for then. Campfires. Absolutely. Stay away from like the Nessies and the weird Japanese bathroom demons for that that was a lot of fun though i still Mm -hmm. think that we need to get we need to get the poster of the yokai yes yep or aka the pokemon because you know (laughs) pokemon are really the same thing we had this whole debate last Mm -hmm. time and i said we're gonna like find the true legends for each one and then actually mark it off because pokemon just stole all of the yukai Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah it's a real thing yeah well, nobody's told us different yet, so. No. No, well, we were talking about it, and like the next day I was Googling it, and there was actual articles out there that said which yokai or which Pokemon were inspired by yokai. And there was like a whole list of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably should have thought about maybe trademarking some of those. Yeah. Japanese folklore could have cashed in. Yeah. 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 But I guess, you know, how can you own any of that? Yeah, it's... Been around for but I bet forever. you the Pokemons are all trade trademarked. Oh yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody walking around with one of those tattoos, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> They've been around for quite a while. Come after you like Disney does. I'm gonna go get a Roku Rokubi tattoo. <laughs> oh, I just want to hear you like tell people that's what it is when they're like, "What the heck is that?" Oh, it's the Roku Rokubi. It's the, <laughs> the the weird Japanese lady whose head extends out of her body and goes around town <laughs> and scares people. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You get that as a full body tattoo. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could just like start on your shoulder and just go around, all yeah. around. Yeah. Good times here on Parabrabble. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things that I noticed um, that I think are really cool is that we updated our official logo. Yes. And it's super cool now. 
I mean, it was cool before, but you know, we, we're making some upgrades around here. Simple. Yep. So we have a new logo and new cover photo new cover photo which by the way it's an ai generated image is it really yep that's crazy mm -hmm. i was just messing around with like ai picture drawing apps or whatever and yeah that popped out i don't remember what i typed in to make that come up but it wasn't what i was expecting huh but it was well, pretty cool it is really cool mm -hmm. um if you want to know what we're talking about just go check us out on facebook you can Fair. find Find it there, right? Yep. Cheryl asked me the other day about our prone website. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> pro renovations of uh, New England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the pro home renovation. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I was looking for a picture that was on the website. I'm like, mm, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of a good segue, right, to get into what we're going to talk about tonight? Yeah. Things from the past. Ooh, blast from the past. And our prone days. Yep. I say all the time that we're still prone and we're still ghost hunters, and Rob always says. Nope. <laughs> I feel like yes, because I still have the shirt. So if you still have the shirt. As long as you yeah. still have the black shirt with the yes, with whatever your logo is, I you're still good. have the yes. shirt. That's what keeps you legitimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember those days when everyone had a black shirt? Yeah. With their logo on oh, it? Oh, yeah. And we upgraded the logo, because you had upgraded the logo for us, yep. I believe. Yeah. We had two logos. And it looked really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine what it would look like now. I know. No, I don't <laughs> do that stuff anymore. I'm out of practice. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Prone has been around since, what, 2009? At least. At least, because that's how far back we are yeah. going to go through some stuff tonight. Gosh. Yep. That's a long time ago. I know. Think about that. That was at like the height of everything. So Prone is Paranormal Researchers of Niagara and Erie. Um, if you've listened to the show at all, you've probably heard us talk about it before because it does come up in conversation every now and then, especially when we're talking about ghosts and ghost hunting, even though Rob says we don't do that anymore. We don't. <laughs> no. But, it's been well, a few years. This is always the time of the year when people reach out, though. And Dude. they're like, oh, my God, I have. Yeah, remember last, last time this year? year? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We never did anything, though. Well, because that whole situation got crazy, remember? They always do. Yep. There was like a, what was it, a portal in the to hell in their basement? Yes. Yeah. I and think so. She had all kinds of stuff going on, but if then. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. What because what we couldn't. people so special to get a portal in the basement? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I Sometimes mean, I've been get... trying for years. Right? right? <laughs> <laughs> some people get mold and mildew. Some people get portals down. Okay. So she had all kinds of stuff going on, and she just, um, she didn't want us to come there when her husband was going to be around because he didn't believe in it and thought it was going to, like, cause more problems, and he was supposed to go away, and then his trip fell through, so we didn't end up going out. She was like, you could come out now. And we were like, no, we're good, you know. You got yeah. a portal to hell. I mean, Jeff was all going home about it, I think, but I didn't like it from the beginning. Yeah, well, I think you and I, when it you comes to know. home investigations, are always a little more skeptical. Yeah, we should do an episode on home investigations. <laughs> and Here's honey. a spoiler: they're all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a mutual friend too, mm -hmm. um, Reverend Tim Shaw, and I don't know if you saw his post the other day about how. You know, if you have weird sulfur smells coming from your basement, you should probably take your laundry out of the washer and put it into the dryer. That's good advice. Not haunted. Hmm. Yeah, you know, things like that. So, 
Yeah, um, home investigations are always interesting because I feel like the people that are living in the homes are usually got more going on than any kind of spirit potential anywhere. Yeah. But mentally. I, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But I feel like, you know, this time of the year that people just want to talk more about that stuff and they are like, oh, I've always wanted to have ghost hunters come to my house. Yeah, that's what I hate the most is like when you're when you're their entertainment for the evening. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And their neighbors come over. Yep. And their cousin and their yeah. cousin's cousin. and their... Remember how many times we'd have like, we'd go and meet somebody and it would be like one or two people at the house and then we'd show mm-hmm. up for the investigation. There'd be like 10 people in the house. Yeah. Yep. They're following you around. Yeah. Yep. Did you hear that? Yep. It's like, yeah, I did. It was you. Stop. Stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we are going to talk about some legit places. Yeah. That actually have some haunted mm-hmm. activity going. And, you know, you heard Rob just say, yeah. So if Rob says there was stuff happening there. Then it's, it's absolute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're probably the hardest person to convince. Yeah. Some of these I'm still like, Bleh. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. You know that photo I took 10 years ago? I'm still not convinced. Really? The one from the library? Yeah. The one we're Get talking about. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no way. Yeah. I got to take another look at it. I mean, you got to think about it if... There's more things to say that it's paranormal versus not being paranormal. You got to kind of just go with the majority of things sometimes. Yeah, just let it go. So we're going to talk about Lackawanna first. Yes, the Lackawanna Public Library. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Lackawanna, New York. Yeah. So how many times do you think we investigated Lackawanna? At least a dozen. (laughs) I would say at least a dozen. Right. Well, we have I have friends on Facebook now still from there, you yeah. know, that you've yeah. met through the years and you end up, you know, seeing yep. their lives change too. So it's been a while and oh, for we sure. went through many times. Yeah, it has been a while since we've been there, but yeah, we were going through a, a period where we were there like every other month. I right. Think. Well, I think we got hooked up with that in the first place because it was part of like that library tour. Yeah. We did that for like one season where... The Buffalo Public Library actually reached out first, and then they put an email out to, like, all the other public libraries in the area, and we had, what, maybe four or five that came back? Yeah, we investigated at least four libraries in the area, and we did presentations at, like, a ton of them. Alden, Boston. Oh, yeah, so five. Six. Buffalo. Lackawanna. Porter. 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 Yeah, so that's five. Am I forgetting any? No, I think that was it, right? Yeah. So five different libraries mm-hmm. in Western New York. There's surprisingly high amount of libraries in the area that are haunted. Yeah. Not all of them were, but, you know, what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> part of that is probably because the buildings are old, right? Yeah. Plus, you know, the books inside of them, mm-hmm. especially like the Buffalo Public Library. I mean, they have like census records and bibles dating back like hundreds and hundreds of years yeah yeah absolutely lots of crazy stuff there we could do a whole episode on that one too yeah and what was on that before it was a library sometimes if the buildings aren't that Mm -hmm. old like the buffalo public library isn't that built where they used to do like all the public hearings executions oh yeah executions public executions yep so the original mm-hmm. library used to be like two blocks over and a little ways down and then they built the new one right on that site 
Yep. So, so there's definitely going to be some history and some... For sure. Yeah. And one of the things that I think made us so excited about Lackawanna was what that library was built on. The Potter's Field? Yep. yep. I mean, if you're coming to a building that was built on a graveyard, you might expect that some stuff might happen there. That's a good start. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and then just the fact that they... When they went to build the library, they were digging up bodies and finding different parts of people and had to move everything, which causes, I'm sure, a very big disturbance. Oh, absolutely. And I think people just stay anyhow. You can move the body, but it doesn't mean you're going to move the spirit. Yep. And they had a lot of donated items in that library, too. Yeah. Remember, they had, like, all the dolls in that one kid's area. The really scary weird yeah, dolls. Yeah, and, like, the basement area. Yep. Like, yep. All the weird dolls. And then it they was, had like all those puppets. Oh yeah, that somebody those donated. Puppets, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, those were creepy looking. I don't know if my like libraries have weird crap like this in them. Sometimes you just. Yeah, it's like how do things get donated, and then like why do people keep them? Because mm-hmm. no one had used any of that stuff for a really long time. Yeah. But... So Lackawanna looks like any normal building from the outside. Just looks like a, you know, public library. It's not very large. It was a Carnegie, one of the Carnegie libraries. So Carnegie gave, you know, money to certain areas to kind of bring culture and, you know, that sort of thing into the area. And that's one of the libraries that received that funding. So it's a Carnegie library. And... It's really interesting when they were building it because they knew it was a potter's field. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, we're just going to like, you know, move these and put them down at the cemetery. It's like, think Howard Cemetery, I think it is. Down a little ways. But when they had started to do that, they didn't take into account that the earth shifts and where they thought graves were when they started to dig them up and you know, exhume them to move them to the actual cemetery, they were finding that people weren't where they thought they were. So recently, like I would say, what, within maybe the last 10, 15 years, they were still finding things when they went to do renovation or site work there that they had to figure out what to do with. So there's a possibility that there's still... I would imagine there is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can get everybody in every artifact in that matter. Right. So when we originally put it out there that we were doing this, it was the head librarian that reached out because she had had some personal experiences along with some of the staff there. And I don't know if you guys remember some of the stuff that she initially said was going on before we got there. This is too long ago. I'm too old now. I don't remember anything. (laughs) You're too old to remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So people were being touched, remember? Like, uh, she had said some stuff about, like, her head being touched. Um, Other people had had some similar experiences. Things were moved around that shouldn't have been. Papers were, like, shuffled that no one could explain. Books flying off the shelves, coming off the shelves. Uh, Shadow people. You know, so all the things that make a really good haunting... All the things that we like, we get, yeah. we get excited about, like, oh, yeah, let's get in there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have books being thrown off the shelf for a haunted library. 
It's a must. It is. That's a requirement. So out of the five libraries we investigated, how many do you remember had that happen? At least two, maybe three. Did it happen at Alden? I think it did. I think it was Alden, Buffalo, Buffalo, Mm -hmm. and Lackawanna. Oh, and Porter. Wait, it happened at Central. Did it it happen at all of them? (laughs) I think it happened at all of them. (laughs) Maybe it did. I know it happened at Central. Maybe not at Boston. It happened like twice at Central. Boston, nothing happened except those weird people that were like on drugs when we got there. Yes. So, you know, when we're going into these things, it's always like, okay, either something's going to happen or nothing's going to happen. And usually nothing happens. But I think from the first time we were there, we started to have some things happen, which hooked us, which is why we went back so many times. Yeah. 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 That place was interesting because I feel like every time we went there, you never knew where the activity was going to be. Yep. Because there was like the three floors, you know, you had the basement, you had like the main library floor, and then you had like the third floor, which is like the attic storage area. Yeah. I remember the attic. (laughs) And it was always a different area that things were happening at. And there have been other groups that had come in there before us. Um, And I'm sure there's probably been groups come in there afterwards, but it never ended up on like one of the shows or anything like that, probably. They didn't really want a lot of people to know what was going on. And, you know, when we were actively investigating, we always used to sign confidentiality agreements anyway where we wouldn't talk about things because we understood that these were people's, like, businesses and, you know, livelihoods and things. And Was there an expiration date on any of those? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lackawanna signed off that we could, so. Yeah, I know. We didn't sign off for that, I know. But there's some other places I'm thinking of in the back of my head. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I was thinking about one of those places the other day because Cheryl's sister actually went and had dinner. Yep. There, and I was like, huh. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about, probably. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Those are, you know, fun experiences, going into places like that, getting stuck in elevators. Yeah. Yeah. Good lengths of time before somebody could come and rescue us. I mean, we did do a lot of investigating when we were, like, actively doing it. And I feel like if you're, just because you haven't done it in a while doesn't mean you're not a paranormal investigator anymore. It's like riding a bike. It's like if you had to do it tomorrow, you'd know exactly what to do. Well, yeah. We just got to find that bike. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and especially for us, like, we just had so many groups here at one time that it was just the area was so concentrated. And they came and went all the time. Yep. Absolutely. It was constant. And it just got to be kind of crazy. Like, you know. People tried to outdo themselves with their crazy acronyms and. Right. Like t shirts. Yeah, and I think people just kind of, you know, would. Sometimes their their ego was involved. So therefore, everything that they said or did was law. And it definitely was accurate as opposed to being. Being a little skeptical and, you know, being more of a teaching so environment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all thought they were going to get TV shows. Yes. And be famous. Yeah. And we were kind of just strolling in, trying to you know, figure like, out what's really going mm-hmm. on. And, yeah. you know. We're like, no, don't put that camera on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we all actually have real jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you miss about doing investigations regularly? Anything? Well, I think the fun we always had. 
we always made sure we had fun, no matter what, you know, whether we're doing something local or whether we were going out of town. We always made sure that, you know, we had a really good time with it. and Yeah, we used to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. a lot of car trips, mm-hmm. going different places. I mean, we, I think we had to travel outside of our area just because there wasn't a lot to do here, just yeah. because it was so inundated with yeah. when we were, groups. Yeah, we were investigating so much. It's like we hit everything in this area, with the exception of the places that were like locked down by... <laughs> The yeah. places that you yeah, know, there's still places so that are locked down. That's yeah, just so strange. I know. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. I think that really just shows that you know it's very close-minded. If you're only getting one person's perspective on something, then that's all you're gonna have. You're never gonna learn from it or get something different. Right. You know, and it's just it's they do themselves a disjustice with that. You know. Yeah, we never we never bought into that. We used to work collaboratively with a lot of different groups. The ones we liked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, the ones that weren't trying to make their own YouTube channels every other. Yeah. You know? And we met some good people. We met some fun people along the way, and, you know, that's always been nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you two always made friends everywhere we went. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true, but... <laughs> Not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like, you. I don't like people. <laughs> well, they liked you, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but I think I'm, you know, I definitely miss like that adventure kind of side of it, but I feel like there's just so many unanswered questions still, like of all the years that we did this, I don't feel like we ever got real concise answers to anything. And I still don't think this field has concise answers to any of it. Like we talk all the time about how like the technology just keeps getting better and better and better, but the evidence is not better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still believe in a good AVP and I still believe in, you know, that life after death and definitely that visitation. So no change in your mind. No. Yeah. I feel the same way, but Rob's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe after today's program here, you'll get back on to feeling some kind of way about it. Yeah. We'll just have to start investigating again. Yeah. Start with the own Parababel studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could. We could. Someone did die here. That is true. Yep. Oh, wow. Cheryl didn't know that. No, she, I didn't know that. It's her first visit to the physical studio. It is. It's it true. is. Yeah. Should we go over the story? Sure. Why so, not? Yeah. Okay. So the studio here. Uh, before us, it was owned by an old guy who was a famous magician in the area. No way. Yeah. Of course you'd buy a house that was I owned didn't, by a I, magician. I, I know. No I didn't, it's funny. I didn't find out any of this until like... Or maybe they found you. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't find out any of this until like a year after we were living here by uh, our neighbor's daughter, who was oh, like wow. grown now. She told us about how he would like throw magic parties for them when they were kids in the backyard. And there was like twenty trees back there. There's nothing back there now if you look. But I didn't know. to think if that's cool or creepy. I know. Go ahead. Hobo the clown vibes. Mm. Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> but I didn't know any of this because the guy we bought it from bought it from his family and he flipped it. Oh. And then we bought okay. it. So there was like a buffer in between. But anyway, he died in this house. I mean in this studio on Christmas wow. Day. Holy cow. In like twenty fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
So I was like, really? She was telling me this. And I Googled his name, and sure enough, it pops right up. It's like he died in his home and gave the date, and it gave like a whole blurb about how he was this big magician in the area. He came over from like Germany, I think. Oh, wow. And he like invented all these like magic techniques that are still used today. Huh. I know you said there was something in between, but I wonder now mm-hmm. if you'll ever find anything interesting in this uh, in I studio somewhere just like out of the blue. I have found things. Yeah? Yeah. It's funny, like, there's crawl spaces and, like, the basement wasn't done up yet. And, like, when we were fixing things up, every once in a while I'd find, like, weird playing cards, like magic cards. That's cool. And, like, weird magnets. Oh, my God. That's cool. Like, like cartoon magnets that you'd see, like, in Bugs Bunny or something. Yeah. And, like, weird things. And actually, just last night. I was like looking up in the crawl space and there was this gold little thimble up there. I don't know what it was for, but I I didn't grab it, but I'll go grab it later and That's check it cool. out. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird crap. I thought you thought that there was something here before you knew all that, though. I didn't. Somebody else did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never had anything happen in this place. Well, you know. That's not typical. That's not atypical for you, though. Yeah, but... Because I feel like, you know, you're open, but you're not that open. No. And I'm out of practice now, too, so... Yeah, your spidey sense is not Mm -hmm. what it used to be. No. (laughs) Well, there's only one way to flex that muscle. We can investigate the Parabebel Studios. Although, I don't know, we might not have the exclusive rights to it. Somebody else might have already gotten in here before. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, jeez. To see if the t-shirt still fits. Mm-hmm. So, when, um, Cheryl, when you just mentioned EVPs, why don't you talk a little bit more about like what, what that is? The quality of an EVP. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, this has been a spot. really long time now. Pretend um, like you're talking to a client like right? did back in the day. <laughs> Well, I think, um, you know, the real quality is going to be when, and this is more my, I guess, my opinion at the moment, but um, is when you're listening to it and you kind of at least have some idea as to what they're saying. It's not that you're trying to make something out of, like, static and you're making this big, long sentence out of it that you're like, are you kidding me? Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Like... (laughs) Doesn't not everybody's a demon? <laughs> not everybody's out there to do horrible things to you, and sometimes things, some of those, you know, EVPs are just going to say something that a might actually pertain to what you're discussing at the time, or it could be something that would make sense to the location or maybe the time frame for what you're investigating. Um, like I said, you know, it's it's really the quality of making sure that whatever is coming across you're just trying you're not trying to make it into something that it isn't you're trying to really understand what you're hearing and going with it from there not just you know again trying to glamorize it and make it into some kind of scary evp that you know is going to get everybody riled up sometimes they're just gonna say something that you just don't know what it means at that time until you do a little research and that that's more genuine I feel. So you're not putting it through a sound mixer and like speeding it no, up? No, no, you're just down. going with what you have and you're trying to really hear what they're saying and not trying to enhance and make it something it isn't. Yeah, no, that was perfect. So we're going to talk about EVPs tonight, electronic voice phenomenon, and we're going to talk about 
the kind of EVPs that we're going to share and why we chose those over some of the other ones. And I think the biggest thing is that, you know, looking at those traditional classes of EVPs, you know, that first class of EVP or like the A EVPs, you know, that are like primo is that you can hear it without even having to put any kind of headphones on. It's clear. Everybody can understand it. It makes, you know, it's a sentence that is clear to to know exactly what's being said. And I think you had a good point. Sometimes it has nothing to do with what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know, but at least it's able to be heard easily without having to do anything. Then you get like that next class where it's like, you have to strain a little to try to figure it out. Maybe that's what you heard. Does it sound like that to you? There's like some more discussion that might have to go into it. And I think for us as a group, we always used to share the EVPs and not tell each other what we thought they said. Yep. Because that made it more scientific. (laughs) And more interesting. Yeah. It's like, did you get that too? Or what did you get? So, you know, we're not going to take anything to a client or take anything to, you know, show to anybody that's not what we feel is good quality. Because you'll get a ton of stuff, but... And we're not going to force it. We're not going to force it into being something just to have something. Right. I mean, do you think about all the EVPs that we've gotten over the course of all the years? How many, like, percentage-wise, if you just had to guess, do you think we actually kept and, like, would show to anybody? Out of all the recordings, it's all... There's, first of all, there's a lot of recordings. Like, yeah. thousands of hours of recordings. Like, literally... Maybe even hundreds of thousands. Right, because we always used to say, yeah, Yeah, if you did a seven, eight hour investigation, you got to sit for seven or eight hours and go through that Mm -hmm. audio. At least because you're rewinding, you're listening. Was that, oh, that was Munsell. Munsell dropped that thing and it's completely legit for what's happening. Yep. And everybody always used to love to do the investigations, but nobody ever wanted to go back and review any of the evidence. Yeah, that was no fun though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess to give you kind of an idea... Lackawanna, would we say we investigated that place like maybe at least at least a dozen times? That's probably more than that. Mm-hmm. Going over EVPs to to put on for the the episode tonight, I found three to play back, and one of them is questionable. One of them is questionable, <laughs> and it still made the cut. Yeah, because interesting. I else. But there, that goes to show you how how much you get. Right. I mean, we had a ton of personal experiences there. Yeah. And, you know, a lot that could be, that, you know, multiple people had mm-hmm. the same kind of experiences. So. It's just the hard physical evidence. Yep. But we definitely saw some shadow people there. There'd be some times where we would see, like, the pokers, like, around the corners. Yep. The shadows. I'm curious. Yep. Mm-hmm. Noises coming from different parts of the building and the part we were in. Uh, books coming off shelves. Um, what else would you say was the phenomenon that we had there? Some direct interaction with a spirit that... Do you remember what, who he was? What his name was? They referred to him as Charlie, I yep. believe. Good old Charlie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was one of them. Yeah. Because there was probably some kind of woman... That we thought might have been there. They referred to her as Stella. Yep. It? I don't know how I'm remembering all this right now, but... It's all coming back to you yeah, now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is like riding a bike. Yep. Great. It's just like Celine says. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, 
And of course, like, you know, some of the stories going in. So are you looking for some of that activity? Well, I don't necessarily know if you're looking for it, but you're hoping for it. Yeah, you know? I think you're trying to validate some of the stuff or try to figure out why this person is experiencing this. You know, is there a legitimate reason that is not paranormal? And I think one of the interesting things about Lackawanna too was always that because of the nature of what it was built on and just the area in general, you'd have people pass through. So you might go there on a night and have an interaction with something that never ever happens any other time because it wasn't necessarily for that building. It was just, you know, passing through. Yep. It was a ghost highway. That's right. The ghost highway. <laughs> You're going to take a ride <clears throat> and we're the ghost highway. <laughs> yep. Hitchhiking down the ghost highway. I have an episode name now. So why do you think people like to listen to EVP so much? Because I feel like people go crazy for these. Because they're ghost voices. Ghost voices. Come on. And I always thought that it was really interesting because you definitely hear the differences in the voices. Like you can tell if it's male or female. Mm -hmm. You can tell if it sounds young or old. But it was always strange that out of all the years of doing this, they all always like spoke English, right? We never got an EVP of another language. Did we? I feel like maybe we had we did at I least feel like once. We did, and I can't remember where, but I thought we did get something. I that know we've gotten more... heavily accented at least. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the English that they speak mm-hmm. is usually contemporary English. Like it's not English that you would have heard back in the day. Yeah. And I always thought that was interesting. Maybe it's because you know we're trying to get them to produce an EVP for us. And that's the language we speak. So if they don't speak it, they're not going to respond to us. Yeah. Remember EVP sessions? Yep. Who's mm-hmm. here? Yep. How did you die? We never asked that question. No, but we plenty didn't. No. of people no, do. Didn't. I just wanted to uh, put it <laughs> yeah. out there. You just wanted to be that guy? Yeah. Yeah. We always just joke about that, too. Like, what are the most common things that you ask some some entity that you're trying to communicate with during an EVP session. How did you die? Who are you? Are you a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, How old are you? Yep. <laughs> did you die here? Yeah. It's like all like the common things. And we always used to try to ask like weird off the wall things. Like what was your favorite color? Or, you know, name somebody else in the room. Mm-hmm. Or oh, yeah. Things that, you know, would make it more interactive. Yeah. Random and fun. Plus, you got to figure, too, assuming ghosts are real, and wherever you're at, you look how I threw that little <laughs> disclaimer in there, and wherever you're at is haunted for real. A lot of these places we were at, you know, not sometimes it wasn't just us going back there constantly. It was other people coming in. You know, some of them were like, that's what they did for extra money, or that's what kept them afloat. Right. So these ghosts, they got to be getting bored of all these same damn questions from right. all these people coming in there every night. Yeah, and it's one thing if you're just like, you know, ghosting through a place because you feel like it and then having to deal with it all the time where people are putting out things and trying to catch you and your energy. And they're like, I didn't say that. Right. <laughs> like, hey, I said this, not that. I'm just trying to move this back over there where I like it. Yeah. And then I'm out of here. <laughs> so should you... If somebody thinks they have something going on in their house, what are some things that you would suggest that they do as 
paranormal investigators, or as Rob likes to say, formal paranormal investigators? Well, I think the first thing you really should be doing is trying to legitimately figure out why, if there's a certain sound, is there something going on in your your building or house, you know, that needs some kind of repair or <laughs> anything, you know, yep. that could be the case, um, you know. Document everything. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. scratching noise that you hear early in the morning at like 4 o'clock could just be that squirrel that got in that's trying to get back out? Could be. Yeah. <laughs> it or might not be a demon. Be, yeah, demon. Yeah. <laughs> that be. would be my next thought. Yeah, I think people always jump to those kinds of crazy things before they think about the logical stuff first. Yeah. Because it's just, it's been so sensationalized through the years with all the TV shows and everything that came out that it's almost like that's what you're hoping for. Are there still TV shows out there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Ghost yeah. Hunters, like, just came back, rebooted. Again? Yeah, didn't they, re- like, just relaunch last year? They re-re-reboot? Yeah. I thought they came back and they left again. And Zach's still out there. Well, yeah. I know, like, the Osbournes are doing things now. Yep. I've heard that from people. Yeah, oh, wow. Jack Osborne. And then isn't there, like, a show of, like, three brothers that are out there from the South and they're, like, doing some kind of paranormal stuff? out? I don't know. If you just go on, like, any of the streaming channels and now it's, like, paranormal is, like, one of the topics on the top. Is it? Yeah. Yes. It's like I was on Discovery the other day and I was just perusing to see, like, the new stuff that was on. And it's literally, like true crime lifestyle you know documentaries paranormal <laughs> there's an entire page of just paranormal shows and movies and a lot of things are grouped now into paranormal it, it's not just about ghost hunting but it, it could be anything that's like a little odd is now paranormal yep. finding bigfoot yeah yeah that's still in my queue that i want to watch that i haven't I was going to ask if you had seen it because I was wondering about that. Every time I see it, I'm like, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> well, Skinwalker Ranch is crazy. I mean, you want to talk about paranormal activity. It's got every kind of paranormal activity oh, wow. you can think of. And even like crazy stuff that you've never thought of, like no dogs in trench coats yeah. smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Blue meanies, orange meanies, portals, every kind of crypto every that you can think of. Dire wolves. Direwolves, uh, Men in Black, yeah, UFOs. Mm-hmm. What else? There's got to be stuff we're missing. I don't remember. It's been a while since we talked wow. about it. Yeah, yeah, but like there's like huge it's amounts like... of supposedly stuff that's gone yeah. on there. And it was closed for a long time. Nobody could get into it. But then they started to open it up to a couple people. And there's like a show now that's mm-hmm. got a couple episodes. Did you ever watch it? No, it's in my queue too. That's a rush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. still I'm still stuck on the dogs and trench coats because you know I know right? I mean my dogs both crawled in bed of me because of thunder and lightning and their <laughs> pit bulls and they just hid they're not <laughs> looking cool in a trench coat yeah <laughs> really weird stuff yeah for sure wow but you know there's always that desire. To, like, figure things out and, you know, what is it? What goes bump in the night? And I think that's what keeps those kinds of shows and documentaries and things happening is that the questions are still unanswered. Yeah. So if we talk a little bit about, um, you know, just general investigations at Lackawanna, we did some table tipping there. Got some pretty good results with that. 
and that's not something that I feel like most groups would do, but we have always had a pretty good mix of like spiritualism and skepticism. So we did some unorthodox stuff. Yeah, it works at some places. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that place always had some pretty good energy that was in there. Yeah, it was always interesting. That's saying a lot coming from me, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It is. And they gave us pizza, which was always nice. Yeah. Yep. I remember that now. Yeah. It's good when there was pizza. Right. Yeah. And nobody was actually in the library that wasn't supposed to be, so that was always helpful. Yeah, people tried to stay out of your way. They were very, you know, just... We would welcome into certain things, but other than that, I mean, they kind of just wanted you to do your thing and not, you know, taint anything and just, you know, have us entertain them. So these EVPs that you have, I probably have not heard in years. Yeah, I hadn't. And I am kind of curious to see if we're even going to remember what these are. Two of them you definitely will. Two of them we definitely will. And one is questionable. <laughs> one is questionable. You want me to get this set up here? We'll, sure. Uh, we're going to play these EVPs. And, we're going to yeah, put some like headphones said, in and we're going to listen to some stuff mm-hmm. right along with you guys as you guys are listening to it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the first one is questionable. Um, but what, I guess we'll start with that one. The okay. questionable one. I'll play it. And then I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I'll play it again. Do you hear anything? Too low? I have not heard anything yet. You haven't heard it? No. Okay, let's try it again. I hear you too. Let's play it one more time. And it's definitely a man's voice. Mm-hmm. Rob's like, uh-huh. Yep. Should we play it one more time for everybody? Including ourselves? <laughs> yes. Okay. Catch it? Catch it that time? It still gives it's, me the creeps. It's more in the beginning, hear. right? And the kind of whispering. Or am I just not hearing it all? See, I thought it was the one towards the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm just missing it. That's what it was. It's the one towards the end. And it just says... You want to hear it one more time? Because I hear, see you holding your headphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one more time? Okay, one more time. Yes, please. I heard it now at the end. But I... <laughs> yeah, okay. So when we first... That's what it, that's what it says. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. Well, that makes sense. So yeah. when we first heard this, I remember thinking like, okay, this has got to be somebody in the room, right? Like this has got to be somebody that didn't mark their audio because 
we would always go through those scenarios where it's like, you know, things are happening and you have to remember to mark it. So when somebody else is listening to the audio, they don't think it's like an actual EVP. Yeah. But this is a very distinct male voice that is not anybody that we know. Right. And I don't know if this was before we knew about Charlie. I feel like this was probably one of the first times we were there. It was. Yeah. It was from 2012. That would make sense. Ten years ago. Wow. And it's weird because we're all having Jeez. like a very normal conversation, just kind of talking about things, and this other thing is there, and it's almost like he's like interacting, like he's like, you know, part of the conversation. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. yeah okay. Or like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so weird. I'm telling, like, funny. even though now when I hear them, like, and I, you know, when that's the voice. That you are trying to figure out, like, it's so, it's so, it gives you the creep still sometimes. Because oh, yeah. it's just like, where did that even come from? And of course we didn't hear it while we're talking because nobody mm-hmm. acknowledges it. Yeah. But there it is. So that was the questionable one. Because it just wasn't that impressive. You know, we had to listen to it a couple times to catch it. Right. These other two that I have are better. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I like that. I like how you set that up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They're better. Are we moving yeah. on to the next one? Yeah, we can move on to the next All one. Right. I don't think it'll take more than once. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll catch this one. We'll see. I remember this one now that I just heard it. Yeah. And when we heard this, we were like, what the heck does that even mean? Is that crack in the back? Yes, it's yeah. crack in the back. Yep, I what, remember that. What it means is uh, in 10 years when you guys are listening to this, that's what Rob's always going to have. Crack in the back. Because he's going to be old. So if I remember too, I thought this came from the second floor area where the alphabet rug was. Yeah, I believe so. Yep, and we used to do a lot of stuff up there. So they had a kid's area on that second floor, and we used to get some good interaction up there. I remember one time even using the alphabet on the rug to spell things yeah. out. Yep. And... That definitely sounds female, sounds like an older female. And it was just like one of those things again, like we're talking, we're having conversation and all of a sudden in the background, like that's what you catch. And it might not make sense. And it might be like, what even is that? Yeah. But it's clearly there. Yeah. Should we play that one again for everybody just in case they didn't catch it the first time? Yeah, we might as well play it one more time. See, that wasn't any demon. That was not, you know, someone coming after your firstborn. It was just some <laughs> <laughs> legitimate statement. <laughs> Crack in the back. Yep. Maybe she was just like sitting in a rocking chair somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, it makes it hard too, right? Because like when you hear stuff like that, you have no context to associate with it. It doesn't fit into the conversation. It's just like one of those residual kind of things that would probably happen if you left a recorder anywhere and caught something it's a ghost that needed a chiropractor yeah or maybe she was the chiropractor maybe (laughs) maybe she was trying to tell one of us that we needed a crack (laughs) (laughs) it's the 
phantom chiropractor. <laughs> I always think it's really good, too, when you have something like that to go back to the person that originally called you in because it almost makes them feel like, you know, they're not crazy. What they're experiencing is there's some yeah. kind of phenomenon going on. Because I feel like so many times people would just be like, I'm not crazy. They would always try to tell us that. Yeah. If they're a homeowner, Absolutely. they're probably crazy. But right. <laughs> <laughs> like public places and businesses, I, I, it's almost like they don't want you to really find anything because they don't want to like necessarily admit it. But it's a relief when you do. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, I'm not just imagining all these things. Yeah. So we got one more. Is this like the best one out of the bunch? This is my favorite one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think this one's another one that you're going to get. All right. I'm not going to say anything this time because I blew that one last time for everybody. But I got so excited <laughs> okay. to hear it again. But I'm not saying what it is. I'm not saying it either, but I heard that one. (laughs) One more time. Good and clear. That's a really good one. So this is so crazy that we were just talking about the alphabet carpet, and I didn't even remember this until I just heard it. So that one is interacting because it's acknowledging. It's responding. Yep. Bad boy. Yeah, boy, that a boy. So weird. And I haven't heard these EVPs, and I don't even know when. Oh my god, how many years? And that one I could pull up right away with mm-hmm. that, um, because it is. It's it's a response to what is going on at the time, and made sense. Yeah, I mean, I we definitely got some, obviously some decent EVPs from there, and I'm sure that there's probably others that maybe aren't so clearly defined Mm -hmm. that you know we're not going to try to share over a podcast yeah yeah there was other stuff but yeah but after all the investigations there haunted or not haunted haunted rob Mm, haunted (laughs) (laughs) i guess i can't say no so before we uh wrap this episode up we should probably talk about the infamous picture a little bit the infamous picture. Yeah. I'll post it. You should post it. I'll post it. it. Post it for public opinion. Yes. yes. So we, when we first get to a place, it's common practice for us to do like establishing shots, right? You just walk around and start taking pictures mm-hmm. with the camera. And I think you had just gotten this full spectrum camera. Like it was fairly new. I think I had it a little while. So you were just but snapping pictures with it. Yeah. I was just walking around the whole building just to, you know, take pictures of every room. Just for reference or whatever. Right. But you never know. And you didn't see anything initially. No, nothing. No, nothing like out of the ordinary when you went back and like, you know, just scanned through stuff. Oh, yeah, no, no big deal. And then there was something in one of those pictures. Afterwards, when I had loaded them like on my computer and I was looking at them, I was like, hmm. I was like, well, you know, because what had happened was I took a picture and... It was nighttime, so it was dark, and we were in, like, the back conference room of the library, and I was facing the window, and since it was dark, the flash of the camera went off, and so in the reflection, you could see me, and there's two other investigators, and then there's the doorway, and there's somebody else there. 
So when you take a picture in full spectrum using that camera, it shows color. So it shows all the visible light that we could see, what they call it, full spectrum, because it shows other light spectrums that you can't see with a human eye. So it sees infrared and it sees ultraviolet light spectrums. And, and so I saw this other person standing there in the doorway and I was like, hmm, it's probably nothing. <laughs> and that's actually how I emailed. I remember sending you an did, email yep. to you guys. Yep. <laughs> it's like, probably nothing. It's probably nothing, it's probably yeah. nothing but take a look and everyone thought i was crazy for not thinking it was so when we opened when we opened (laughs) that up and we're looking at it it's exactly what you said it's full spectrum Mm -hmm. shot you can see yourself two other people but Mm -hmm. there is a reflection and the reflection is in black and white yeah i guess that because you know i doubted it for like a really long time and then eventually it dawned on me i was like wait a minute why is everybody else in color and this person we've been questioning is completely black and white. So the figure in the photo is definitely mm-hmm. female. Yep. Her dress, her clothing looks like it's period and not in our period. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, hair pulled back. <clears throat> yep. You can definitely see facial features. And I think it's one of the coolest pieces of evidence we ever took, we ever got. That is, I put right up there with the video from the Historical Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that video, and I was that video always blew me away. But the the picture, I was like, well, what if it's the librarian? Did she change her clothes? I guess not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I always question it. But, but I know what you mean because mm-hmm. it's. But I think even like proportionate wise, mm-hmm. it would have been really. I don't know how you even, you know? Yeah. And how, why is she in black and white now all of a sudden? Yeah. And everybody else was. Yeah. That's the thing that got me after yeah. thinking about it for a little bit. And I should also note that that was the first time we were there. And every single time after that, that we've been there, what do I do? <laughs> yep. Try <laughs> Run to... in there. Try to yep. take another I picture. I go in that room. I stand in the exact same spot. Yep. And I take 50,000 pictures. And never once have I been able to recreate turning someone black and white from the other side of that door. But do you think that makes it even more credible then? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it can't make yeah, it less if credible. Yeah, you kept getting in the same picture in the same spot, then mm-hmm. you would have to wonder, like, why? Because yeah. I thought we even had people stand in different spots trying mm-hmm. to yeah, we did. Yeah. recreate mm-hmm. it. And nothing ever came close. Yeah. So. I was never able to get these people in color and then the one person where it was in black and white. So the general consensus is that Lackawanna Public Library is haunted. Yes. Yes. Yep. And do you want to go back there and investigate it again? If they'll have us. If they're still there, if they know who, if they remember us. Oh, well, we're still Facebook yeah. friends. Yeah, we're still yeah. Facebook friends. Yeah. That's what yeah. I said, you know. We're seeing people's lives going wonderfully for them and, and happy, so, you know. Well, you never know. Maybe we'll end up there again sometime. Maybe. If Rob comes out of retirement. Yeah, there you we'll go. see. We'll see. Cheryl digs out her t-shirt and Rob comes out yep. of retirement. That's mm-hmm. right. Let's yeah. do it. Bring our shirt these days, but yeah. <laughs> It's not blame forever. Yeah. yeah, it's also been ten years. Yeah, it's been a pandemic though. <laughs> All right, so that was pretty cool. That was mm-hmm. a nice walk down memory lane. Yeah, maybe we'll do one more of these Who in knows? the future. In the very near future for us. Yep. 
make sure that we're still doing our spooky season. Spooky season. That's right. Podcast at gmail.com if anyone wants to email us and Facebook it's Parabevel yeah. I'm going to go on there because I will post the picture yeah check that, the picture it's out it's been driving me crazy for 10 years right get your 10, put your, 10 years you could help solve a whole decade yep help solve the mystery mm-hmm.